Thank you for joining Katie Feeney's Sing My Soul podcast, a daily pause to connect to your soul and hear the song that's within you. Today, a Tuesday, I'll continue telling you stories from a memoir I wrote called Three Fingers Cove. I'm telling you these stories as a way of publishing them, and for supporters of my podcast on Patreon, I'll be creating and sending an ebook or even hard copy book of the stories. Last week I told you about moving to the lake and the Swan family. This week I'll tell you about the winter wonderland that we enjoyed at Lake Mohawk. It may happen once in a lifetime, if you're lucky. It happened one year for us at the lake. The moment that the ice froze was a moment of perfect stillness, so the ice froze as smooth as glass. When it froze, the temperature dove to well below freezing, so it froze quickly and it froze clear. From a distance, the ice looked black, so we christened it the Year of the Black Ice. The entire lake was as smooth and clear as an ice rink. You could see fish frozen in the ice several feet down. At first, we felt like we were going to break through the ice because it looked like water. Actually, black ice is stronger than white ice because it has less air in it. We felt we had to mark this occasion with a unique event. A couple of the friars from our church who loved to skate came over, and we decided to skate to the far end of the lake to the boardwalk. By road, it was four miles to the boardwalk, but by ice, it was only about a mile. We had never done this before because other parts of the lake had underwater springs and were unpredictable in how they froze, and that could be dangerous. After consultation, we decided that it would be a safe adventure to mark the year of black ice. Father Justin skated out in front, scouting out the unknown territory. Brother Douglas brought up the rear, armed with two hockey sticks, in case he or someone else fell in. It was so much fun being with everyone and skating on the black ice. Thankfully, Dad picked us up with the car at the boardwalk, So the trip was one way, and we were quickly home for hot chocolate and chili. Every year, shortly after the first freeze, we impatiently watched for the green flag to be raised at Tamarack Beach, telling us it was safe to go ice skating. When that flag went up, we raced home to put on our skates and tested the ice for ourselves. We skated all afternoon, every day, and often put the spotlight on in the backyard so we could skate at night, too. After a week or so, we felt safe even in the middle of the lake. That was the last part to freeze. The lake was one and a half miles long and about a half mile wide. We lived on the west shore, and often in an afternoon we would skate back and forth to the east shore several times. It was a great feeling of freedom, 
to glide across the ice in any direction, no roads to follow, no boundaries except the end of the lake, and the cool, crisp air filling our lungs and making our noses red. Now, when I imagine a day in heaven, I think of a sunny winter afternoon at the lake with nothing to do but glide wherever the wind blows me. One of our favorite ice games was Keep Away. Someone would grab a hat or a glove and the game would begin. It was especially fun when we grabbed Brother Douglas's hat or glove. He was a hockey player originally from Colorado, and boy, could he skate. Many times we would skate at night. I remember having Douglas's hat and skating outside the beam of our spotlight into the dark. His skates scraped against the ice making a deep whoosh sound, and I felt vibrations in the ice get stronger as he got closer. There was no contest. We usually threw the hat or glove at him before he reached us. The fun was in the chase. The big event on the ice was when we got together for a whip. Everyone would form a long line, linking arms at the elbows. We would skate as fast as we could. At a moment of their choosing, suddenly the designated anchor, usually someone big and strong, would stop and dig in. The rest of the line would start whipping around in a circle. The people on the end were whipped around faster than they could skate. When it was over, bodies would be strewn everywhere. What fun. When it snowed, one of our neighbors always cleared a large area for the older boys to play hockey. When there wasn't a game going on, we would congregate there. On the ice behind our house, we would take shovels and clear rooms and houses and a maze of roads. Yet by the time we were through, we were too tired to play with them. And the next day, more often than not, it would snow and cover up our work. So then we would go sleigh riding on the golf course. One year we had two feet of snow, immediately followed by a warm spell, rain, and then followed by a quick freeze and a cold spell. This resulted in a thick coating of ice on top of the snow on the golf course. The golf course was very hilly and great for sleigh riding, but this year we went ice skating up and down the hills. It was fast, scary, exhilarating, daring, wonderful, and fun. I'd like to play you a track from my album, Sing My Soul, called Manuel's Song, because it was written by my friend Manuel Solis. It was my mother's favorite song, and I recorded this 
all live instruments, in New York City, using the same board the Beatles recorded their Abbey Road album on, My Claim to Fame, Manuel's song. When I hear the people singing Hallelujah And the Spirit of the Lord is so plain to see When I see the children Thank you. 
Thank you for joining me in this podcast episode. Check out my website at katiefeeney.com for links to my online albums at SoundCloud and my meditation and rosary apps in the Apple App Store. I also have a Patreon page, a way that you can help support the podcast. God bless you and your families.